This is Kraftwerk. This is my hometown, and I just believe this hometown wouldn't have been the same if this team had left here. A look back at 25 years of Patriots ownership. And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! And the Patriots are world champions again! A touchdown! And a title for the Patriots! I can't believe it! We are all Patriots, and tonight the Patriots are world champions! Once again, here's Mark Bertrand. The 2018 NFL season will be the 25th season the Patriots play under the ownership of the Kraft family. Over the last 25 years, the team has become the model of success in professional football. In the last quarter century, the Pats have played in the Super Bowl nine times while winning five titles. So where does the telling of this story begin? January 2nd, 1994. It was week 17, and the 4-11 Patriots were winners of three straight with a matchup with the Dolphins on tap at Foxborough Stadium. In the crowd of 53,883 were Robert and Jonathan Kraft, season ticket holders since the opening of what was then Schaefer Stadium in 1971. By now, Robert wasn't just your average fan, because in 1988, he purchased the stadium. On the closing Sunday of the 93 season, rookie quarterback Drew Bledsoe and his team were looking to spoil Miami's hopes of securing a wild card berth. Turner lines up offset, fullback left. Russell the eye back, third and goal at the Miami 11. Turner in motion to the right. Bledsoe calling signals. Bledsoe straight back to throw. Steps, fires wide open left, complete to Coates. In, touchdown! Drew Bledsoe to Ben Coates. The Patriots had taken a 10-0 lead in the first half, but early in the fourth quarter, it was all tied at 17. Miami didn't have a lead until 3.40 remained in regulation when they went ahead 24-20 on Terry Kirby's 15-yard touchdown run. Following that, Bledsoe led a 75-yard drive that was capped with the second touchdown pass of the day to Ben Coates, and the Pats led 27-24. Leonovich will attempt a 24-yard field goal from right in the middle of the field to try to tie the game with nine seconds remaining. There's the snap. The ball is down. The kick is up, and it is good, and we're tied at 27-27 with six seconds remaining in the game. And that sent it to overtime. Four minutes and 44 seconds later, the Patriots ended their season on a high note. First and 10 at the Miami 36. Russell alone set back behind Bledsoe. He drops straight back to throw. Pump fakes. Going for the whole thing. His man is open. Timpson. Touchdown. Patriots win. The final month of the season could not have been better for the rookie quarterback or his head coach, Bill Parcells. I thought that I improved considerably over the season. I think that you know, my big goal coming into the season was to learn and get better every week. Um, and I think for the most part I was able to do that. I thought Bledsoe made some enormous strides today. You know, he's going to have them all scared here in about another year. We just got to get him some more guys and, and, and we'll be all right. Bledsoe looked like a future star. But the bigger question that day was where would that future be? Meet me in St. Louis, Louis, meet me at the fair. As the team left the field, the crowd chanted, St. Louis sucks and we won't go. The crowd that day was sending a message to team owner James Orthwine, who planned to relocate to St. Louis and rename the team the St. Louis Stallions. This is something that Scott Zolak remembers well. Everybody wanted to stay. You're starting to feel good about the football team. I was here when it was 2-14, and 14, and you remember the McPherson years. Just that first level of the stadium was full. And we started to see the people starting to come around. And that's the time you want to pull the plug on them? 
the fans were starting to actually affect games, and and all of a sudden you wanted to pull the plug on New England fans and take the team. You know, St. Louis was real to us. I remember having a St. Louis Stallions hat in my locker, purple and yellow. So like, wow, we're gonna take the we're gonna take the Viking colors and tweak that, and we're gonna be. The St. Louis Stallions made no sense to us. While still on the field that day, linebacker Vincent Brown and teammates removed their helmets and pointed emphatically to the new flying Elvis logo. As players, we really know us about about as much as the average fan. You know, if I had a preference, I would prefer to stay here, but we really don't have any say-so in the matter. So we go out, we play, and, and we try to keep abreast of what's going on through you guys. Leonard Russell and Pat Harlow felt the same way as the fans. We want to stay here. You know, I think uh, for the fans and, and for the people who really stuck behind us, you know, they've seen us go through some hard times. And since I've been here in three years, I've been through some hard times. But it looks like things is on the upswing, and, and it looks like we have some momentum, and it looks like we're going to be a, a real good team, you know, next year. And I just want everybody around here to be able to stay here and see that, and for us to stay here so we can give it to them. I hope we're here. Yeah, but uh, just said I have no clue. The situation the Patriots were in reminded Robert Kraft all too much of when another favorite team of his left town more than four decades earlier. You know, I remember when the Boston Braves moved, and that was my team. I was so sad for so long and they moved to Milwaukee and I used to live right near the old Braves field and I know so I knew what that did to a community and to a fan base you know I was pretty young but it made a big mark and going down that elevator listening to fans felt the same thing as we were riding down the elevator the old Foxborough Stadium and you know Drew Bledsoe had just won that game you know against the Dolphins knocking them out of the playoffs in dramatic fashion completing the touchdown pass and we were going down the elevator and we heard a bunch of the people who were just staying in the stadium chanting don't take our team and he looked over at me and because we we had been getting pretty frustrated and he just said there's no blank and way we're 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 not buying this thing that was, we're gonna let this team leave this community so there's no effing oh. way we're gonna let this team leave nobody could say for sure what would happen to the patriots franchise in 1994 but robert Kraft was more determined than ever to buy the team now nearly a decade into his pursuit of the pats next time on Kraftwork. kids got out of religious school early even though their mother never figured out till we bought the team that that's what happened. Long before Robert Kraft owned the Patriots, he was a diehard football fan who spent his Sundays with his sons in Foxborough. You make great friends in the stands, and it's a coming together. And, you know, what's so interesting is, what, 40-odd years later, it's still the same.